let's stand for prayer, shall we? Isn't he worthy today? He is worthy, worthy to be praised, worthy of our worship. What a joy to be able to fill this place with the sound of singing this morning. And uh, let's, let's pray. Lord, you are worthy. You're worthy of all praise and honor and glory, Lord, for you have redeemed us and you are redeeming people from every tribe and nation and tongue. And uh, thank you, Lord. And one day we will gather, Lord, around your throne and sing praises together. And so, Lord, we declare today that you are worthy. You are our Savior, our great Lord, and we worship you. Thank you for this day. Thank you that we can come together in worship. May your spirit continue to be at work among us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, everyone. It's a joy to be with you. For those of you who are new, my name is Russell. I serve as the lead pastor here at Philpot, and it is a joy to be uh, together. This is a, a great day, an exciting day. This is Baptism Sunday, and this is always uh, an exciting day as we celebrate God's good work in each of our lives. Um, let me ask you a, a strange question. Is there anyone who likes to have dessert before the main meal? Yeah. All right. I'm going to pass that question every single Sunday morning from now on. Before, before you leave this morning, we have some cake for everyone in the atrium as we celebrate those who are being baptized today. So uh, on your way out, before you go and get your main meal, stop by and, uh, and congratulate those who are being baptized. We'll introduce them a little bit later. And stop by and have a piece of cake as we uh, uh, celebrate together uh, new life in, uh, in our church. Just want to say that we have some very special friends of ours with us who popped in. Guy and Jane Penny, uh, longtime missionaries in Senegal, West Africa, who are on their way back to Senegal tomorrow. Would you welcome them uh, this morning? Really, really glad to have them. Glad you made the effort to come by and, and uh, see us and spend some uh, time with us, and um, I hope to be able to tell you more about uh, the work that they are involved in uh, uh, at a few in a future Sunday. But it's real good to have you guys with us this morning. This is Baptism Sunday. It's an exciting day, and uh, baptisms are one of the the greatest blessings and encouragements uh, to a church. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna have some help preaching today. And some of you are saying, yeah, you need all the help you can get. And I, and I, and I, I realize that. And so I'm, I'm going to have some, some help with this sermon uh, a little later on. We have four uh, new believers, Ali and Poria and Saida and Pageman. How was that? Did that go okay? That was fine? All right. And uh, they're going to come a little later on and finish off this, uh, this message as they come and uh, tell you a little bit about their story and then uh, are, are baptized. So what is baptism? Well, water baptism being immersed in water is a, a widespread Christian practice. And it's an act of, of publicly identifying with Jesus and other believers. And so through baptism, really we announce 
salvation. And, and baptism is an opportunity for the, for the individual to publicly announce their faith in Jesus. And so saving faith involves a turning from sin, which, which we often call repentance, but also a turning to Jesus, a, a trusting in Jesus. It's faith. And so faith and repentance are really uh, two sides of the, of the same coin. Faith, we trust in Jesus, we believe in Jesus, we submit to Jesus, and repentance means we, we change our mind. And so we're, we, we make a turn. We're, we're walking in one direction, but we make a turn and begin uh, walking in a whole new direction. And when people turn to Jesus in repentance and faith, well, the next step is baptism, announcing salvation. Uh, Angela and I uh, got married back in 1996, and um, a minister pronounced us to be husband and wife, and Angela gave me a ring, and I gave Angela a ring. Now, this ring doesn't mean that, or doesn't, didn't make us married, right? And, and if, I, if I came today and, and happened to forget it, yeah, I'd be in trouble. But, but, it, but, I, but I wouldn't be any less married, right? I, I, I'd, I'd still be married. If, if Angela, you got your ring on, Angela? Okay, good. So if Angela, if, whew, if, um, if Angela had forgotten her ring today, she would still be married. What, what this ring does is, is it signifies, it, it tells people that I'm committed to Angela. Angela is my wife. And so by wearing this ring, it doesn't make me married, but it signifies to people that, yeah, I'm, I'm married. It's, it's an outward sign of, of something that has happened between us. And so we, we, we today, through baptism, will announce salvation. We will publicly announce the fact that Jesus saves. Uh, we often use the word uh, gospel here at Philpot. In fact, we describe ourselves as a community of grace rooted in the gospel. And so before my friends come and, and help me finish this sermon, let's turn to a passage in our Bible that articulates, I think, in a very clear and concise manner what the gospel is. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, we'll read verses 1 to 4. So here's what the writer says. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preach to you which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. May God bless the reading of his word. So what's the gospel? The gospel is the announcement of news, good news. And God's gospel is the announcement 
of what Jesus has done in his life, death, and resurrection to save us, to reconcile us with God. And so the gospel is, is news. And, and what is this news? Well, verse 3 The scripture says, I deliver to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. And so the gospel announces the death of Christ. But not just the fact that he died, but that Jesus died for our sins. You see, the fact is that we're sinners. We are sinners Not because we sin, we sin because we are sinners. We are sinners by nature and by nurture. We are sinners who are separated from God, alienated from God. And the gospel announces that Jesus, God's son, he died for our sins that his death was a saving death, a a reconciling death, a sin-forgiving death. And you'll note that the writer says that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And so Christ's saving death is rooted in the Scriptures in that the entire Old Testament, the Jewish Scriptures were pointing to a coming Savior whose sacrificial death would provide salvation for all people. So what is the gospel? The gospel announces that Jesus died for our sins. Well, it goes on in verse 4 to say, what is the gospel? Well, verse 4 says that he was buried. And so the gospel announces that Jesus was buried. And and the burial of Jesus' body seems to be an essential part of the gospel message. And so there's the sense in which this roots the death of Jesus in an historical reality. He was buried in a tomb. We know from the Gospels that this tomb was donated by a man named Joseph, uh, Joseph of Arimathea. The, the tomb was guarded by, by Roman guards. It was a known location that could be checked. And so the detail that Jesus was buried is not included here by accident. Because the burial of Jesus testifies that Jesus really died. And, and that's important because without his death... There's no forgiveness of sin. And so the gospel announces Jesus' death. He died for our sins. The gospel announces he was buried. But then let's let's finish reading verse number four. That he was buried. And that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scripture. Let's all read that together, all right? Together and out loud. That he was buried. That he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. I want us to understand that the gospel is good news because it also announces the fact that Jesus is alive. And man, we've sung about that today. In our scripture text, the writer moves from burial to resurrection. You know, one of the oldest scenes in the world is weeping at the graveside of a loved one. Most of us have been there. 
you, you've experienced that, that pain. And the first followers of Jesus experienced that too. Jesus died. His lifeless body was buried. But something happened that has changed the entire course of history. It, it, some, 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 some women disciples who came to visit Jesus' grave were startled to discover his tomb was empty. And the shock and confusion were what you might expect when people see life where they were expecting death. And the gospel announces seven words that have changed the course of history forever. Jesus is not here, but has risen. And so the gospel announces that Jesus was raised from the dead. And in the middle of the great diversity of the Christian church, Jesus is the person who unites us all. The fact that he is alive is the reason why we have gathered today. We gather in the name of our resurrected Savior, Jesus the Christ. This Jesus who is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and who upholds the universe by, by the word of his power and today is seated at the right hand of God after finishing the sacrifice for our sins. What a gospel. What good, good news. It's like Albert Moeller suggests that the church does not have mere permission to celebrate the resurrection. It has a mandate to proclaim the truth that God raised Jesus from the dead. The gospel is the good news about Jesus. And the gospel tells us what Jesus has done to save us, to save sinners like me and you. And the gospel is good news because it addresses the most serious problem that we have, that we are all sinners who need to be saved. We are sinners who on our very best day still stand condemned before a perfectly holy and infinitely just God. And the gospel is good news because as the writer of 1 Corinthians says, it is by the gospel that we are saved. The gospel, this message, this simple message, this is the message. This is what God uses to bring us to salvation. And I want us to understand as we finish up that the Christian faith is the only worldview in which salvation is a gift of grace. A free gift. Author and, um, author and pastor David Platt tells this story. He says, I remember sitting outside a Buddhist temple in Indonesia. Men and women fill this elaborate, colorful temple grounds where they daily perform their religious rituals. Meanwhile, I was engaged in a conversation with a Buddhist leader and a Muslim leader in this particular community, and they were discussing how all religions are fundamentally the same and only superficially different. We may have different views about small issues, one of them said, but when it comes down to essential issues, each of our religions is the same. 
I listened for a while, and then they asked me what I thought. And, and I said, it sounds as though you both pictured God, or whatever you call God, at the top of a mountain. And it seems as if you believe that we are all at the base of the mountain. And I may take one route up the mountain, you may take another, and in the end, we all end up in the same place. And they smiled as I spoke, and happily they replied, exactly, you understand. And, and then I leaned in and said, now let me ask you a question. What would you think if I told you that the God at the top of the mountain actually came down to where we are? What would you think if I told you that God doesn't wait for people to find their way to him, but instead he comes to us? And they thought for a moment and responded, that would be great. And then I said, let me tell you about Jesus. Friends, the gospel is the news of what God has already done to save you from your sins. God has saved us. God has paid the price for our salvation. All of, all of our lives, we are taught that we get what we earn. Many of us have been taught this performance-based life ethic from a little child. And we spend our lives trying to earn this and, and perform. And we try to earn God's favor. We try to do a lot of good things because we think that God will be pleased with us if we can only do enough good. Many, so many people are on this treadmill of performance thinking they're not good enough. They can never, they can never be good enough to, to earn God's favor. Some people view salvation as like uh, the, the weight scales. And, and if at the end my, my, my good outweighs my bad, then maybe, maybe God will accept me. Religion constantly says, do, 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 do this, give, do, do more. The Christian gospel says, done. The gospel is not advice about what you need to do or achieve to achieve a right standing with God. No, through the gospel, God achieves salvation for us. And what the gospel announces is that the work of trying to earn your salvation is finished. And the need to prove yourself before God, that's finished. And the nagging thoughts that who you are and what you do are never good enough, well, that's finished as well. The gospel announces that Jesus has lived the life you should have lived. He died the death you should have died for you in your place so that you might be saved. Isn't that good news? So what's my part? What do I have to do? Tell me. The gospel is so good and precious and so beautiful because it tells us that our part in salvation is to receive it by faith. That's what you do. All I brought to the equation was my sin. <laughs> and by faith, I believed that Jesus is who he said he was. That he was buried and rose again. And by faith we receive God's 
grace. And this, my friends, is the power of the gospel. My past forgiven, my current struggles covered, and my future failures paid in full by the marvelous, infinite, matchless grace found in the saving work of Jesus Christ. I'm supposed to be preaching shorter, I know, Jesse. I'm, I'm going to finish up. Do you know that God loves you? The gospel is good news. God's marvelous mercy on helpless lost sinners like you and me. And the writer of Ephesians suggests that God's motive in doing this is love. Look at Ephesians 2. But God, being rich in mercy because of the, what? Great love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ Jesus. And you'll note there that Paul clarifies love. You know, not just because of the love, but he says because of the great love. You know, we've been rescued because of God's great love, because of his loving kindness. Uh, a little boy was in children's church and was asked to tell the difference between kindness and loving kindness. Because the scripture uses both those words. And, and, and the kid put it this way. He says, if my mother, if I ask my mother for a slice of bread and butter and she gives it to me, he says, that's kindness. But if she puts jam on it, that's loving kindness. That, that's a great theological truth. Because... Because of God's great love. Because of God's loving kindness. He sent Jesus to do everything that would ever need to be done for you and I to be saved. And all that is left to do is for you to accept it by faith. You know... The, uh, the, script, the, the, the gospel has both corporate and individual applications. But you know what? You know what it means for us as individuals? Is when we realize that, you know what? Jesus didn't just die for the world. He died for me. And in the moment that you recognize, you know what? I sin. I'm a sinner. I need a savior. And Jesus came to be my savior. Ah, friends, then you'll know that you're saved. Amen. So I'm going to invite. I'm going to invite four new believers and a, a couple more friends this morning who are going to come and just join me here at the front for a moment. So Ali and Poria and Saida and, and Pageman, come please. Just come and join me here uh, for a moment. And uh, also Layla and uh, Puyan is coming as well. I think. Just come here now and look at all these smiling faces, all right? Come on down, guys. Yeah, come on. Come on down. Yeah. Now, uh, Val and Dave are going to come because we, uh, we have some Farsi Bibles that we want to give to you guys this morning. 
and uh, Dave and Val and, uh, uh, and, and Puya have played a very important role in, in, in their journey of faith. So they're going to they're gonna present them with some Farsi Bibles. And then we're going to pray together. And then we're going to go get uh, ready out back. And uh, we're, gonna, we're all going to get wet. And uh, they're going to tell you their story briefly. And we're going to baptize these people in, uh, in water. Amen. Amen. Oh, sorry. Make room. I'm not as small as you. <laughs> Isn't this good? Amen. Would you stand uh, this morning as we pray? Amen. What, what, a, what a glorious gospel, friends. What a glorious gospel. What, what, what good news we have. Let us, let us, with resolute determination, friends, continue to preach the gospel. This, this is God's gospel. It's his good news. And uh, we pray that as we have opportunities to share it, that more and more people will be awakened and just believe in the good news. Amen. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for these folk, Lord, our friends who have um, decided to, to serve you. Thank you for saving faith. Thank you for the good news of the gospel. And as uh, we baptize our friends today in water, as they announce salvation, Lord, it is our prayer that if there are others here in this place today who have not come yet to saving faith, that, Lord, as they see this announcement of salvation, Lord, that they too will by faith come to trust you as their own Lord and Savior. Lord, may you receive all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesse and the team are going to come back. They're going to, they're going to lead you in singing, and we're going to go back and, and get ready, we'll, and we'll meet everyone out back. All right? All right. All right. God bless, guys. Thank bless. you. Stay standing, we're going to sing together. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer's praise. The glories of my God and King, the tribe.
please be seated. This is Allie, and uh, we're so uh, pleased to be able to celebrate with Allie. And so Allie is going to share uh, a little of his story, and, and we wanted them to be able to, uh, to share themselves. Uh, and so what we've done, they'll be, they'll be uh, sharing their story, and you'll be able to follow, follow along in English, for those of you who need that, which is most of us. Uh, on the on the screens there, all right. So be able to follow along with their story. God bless. Take. Hi. من در ایران متولد شدم. با دینی که از پدر مادرم برس کردم. یعنی اسلام. هر روز که از زندگی میگذرش با شناخت بیشتر از خدا و قرآن ترس و اشتباه من از اسلام بیشتر میشد. چون به نظر من و با اطلاعاتی که داشتم و دست میآوردم. بیشتر آیه و کل اسلام بر پایه ترس از گناه و دستور و انجام کار هست. و حتی در بیشتر آیه در قبال کوچکترین خطا یا گناه مجازاتی بعد داده شده. اما خدایی که از بزرگی مهربانیش از پدر و مادرم شنیده بودم این گناه نبود. در دانشگاه و دوستی به نام رضا آشنا شدم. بعد از مدتی متوجه گردم من سلی به او شدم. و از او در مورد هم پرسیدم. او کم کم از علاقش به مسیحیت و این دین و مهربانی و صمیمیت و رابطش با خدایش میگفت و من لحظه مشتاقتر از قبل دوست داشتم در مورد او و دینی که از آن صحبت میکند بیشتر بشنوم اما به دلیل محدودیت های شدید در کشورم رضا مجبور به پنهان کردن علاقش و تمام احساسش بود بعد از مدتی مادر رضا خبر فوت رضا رو به ما داد یکی از بدترین لحظات زندگی من بود رضا به دلیل افسردگی شدید و مشکلات اقدام به خودکشی کرده بود او بی نظیر بود و همیشه رایی را که به من نشان داد در خاطر خواهم داشت بعد از آمدنم به کانادا به وسیله خانم پویا که زحمات زیادی در این مدت برای ما کشیده با این کلیسا آشنا شدم و بعد از آن با شرکت در بعضی از کلاس ها از سال قبل با ولری مهربان و دوست داشتنی آشنا شدم در این کلاس ها بیشتر مواسیت آشنا شدیم و بیشتر خواهانان مدتی قبل بود که پویای عزیز به عنوان یک دوست و انسان فوقلاده به کمک والری عزیز و به من پیشنهاد شرکت در کلاس های آلفا را دادن که با کمال میل پذیرفتم و هر هفته در آن شرکت میکنم در این کلاس ها شناخت ما بیشتر و سوالات مبهم ما تبدیل به جواب میشد و با استفاده از گروه و کمک های مهربانانه دیوید عزیز و والری و پویای مهربان این همه مهربانی و انگیزه که از مسیحیت میشنیدم مثل دریای بی‌نهایت از محبت و مهربانی است که با گذشته فرسنگ‌ها فاصله دارد از قلبم ایمان دارم که خدا مهربان است و همیشه به ما کمک می‌کند و هر روز بیشتر قدرت و بزرگی و بخشندگی او را در زندگی احساس می‌کنم از او تشکر می‌کنم به خاطر این لحظه و قدرت این تصمیم که به من داد و از او می‌خواهم مثل همیشه در این راه کمکم کند And so we're so pleased to uh, to baptize Ali this morning. Ali, because of your decision to follow Christ, it is an honor to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit. So this is Puria. Water's warm, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. good. There you go. Puria is gonna is gonna share as well. Uh, hello. This is my first time I talk with people like this situation is too hard for me. You're doing well. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. اعتقادم اینه که آدم خوب و بد بودن ربطی به دینشون نداره داستان من از اینجا شروع شد که وقتی اومدم کانادا واسه اولین بار پویا دخترم من من آورد کلیسا اولین باری بود که اومدم کلیسا همه چیز برام جالب بود حتی ساختمون کلیسا و مهمتر از همه اون حس و آرامش و عشقی بود که اینجا احساس میکردم اینجا بود که با ول و دیوید و بقیه آشنا شدم و جز مهربونی و عشق چیزی ندیدم بعد کلاس های وان... ساری. یک تو یک رو شروع کردم بعدش کلاس های آلفا رو در کنار پویا و اول و دیوید شروع کردیم کلی سوال هنوز توی ذهنم هست ولی بزرگترین اتفاقی که برام افتاد ناخداگاه بعضی وقتا شروع به دعا کردن میکنم دوست دارم اینجا از پویا ول دیوید به خاطر تمام زحماتشون و محبتشون تشکر کنم و بعد از همه شمایی که اینجا این ممنون بابت محبت و عشقی که نشون میدین وقتی بیشتر با مسیح آشنا شدم بیشتر احساس متفاوتی توی قلبم احساس کردم وقتی فهمیدم مسیح برای گناهان ما شکنجه شده و به صلیب کشیده شده منو تحت تاثیر قرار داد احساس کردم این خدا کسیه که دردهای منو میفهمه خدایی که عاشقانه منو دوست داره و منو فرزند خودش میدونه English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so lucky to be here. Uh, however, my mind and uh, heart is still back home. Especially now, uh, I want you please pray for my please pray for the protesting people in Iran. As Jesus gave me peace and freedom, help them to have a new life with freedom and peace. Amen. And the end, I really uh, wish. My mom was here today. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Gloria, your, um, your English is better than my first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're okay. Thank you. Uh, let, let's pray quickly. Lord, bless the people of Iran. Yes, thank you. Um, bless Poria's family, his mom. And we pray, God, that you would just uh, visit them in a very special way, God. Reveal yourself. Uh, keep them safe in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Poria. Come this way. Poria, what a joy 
to share in this moment. Because of your faith, Jesus Christ, your desire to serve and follow him, we, uh, we baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Watch your step. This is Saida. Hi. And Saida is going to share her story with you. من سعیده هستم در یک خانواده و یک شهر خیلی مذهبی بزرگ شدم نماز میخوندم و آینه دین اسلام رعایت میکردم هرچی من بزرگتر میشدم بیشتر قرآن مطالعه میکردم بیشتر احساس شک و تردید میکردم وقتی تبیسایی که به عنوان یک زن وجود داشت میدیدم بیشتر از دین اسلام فاصله میگرفتم حتی خوندن کتاب قرآن به زمان فارسی منو قانع نمیکرد و همیشه در ذهنم از خودم سوال میکردم مگه میشه خدای مهربون بین زن و مرد فرق قائل شود و یا اینکه آتش جهنم و بهش برای انسان ها قرار بده اینها برای من منطقی نبود من همیشه از مرگ میترسیدم به خاطر اینکه به ما گفته شده بود بعد از مرگ مورد بازخاص و مجازات قرار خواهید گرفت تا زمانی که از طریق پویا با مسیحیت آشنا شدم و به کلیسا و کلیسای آلفا و کلاب سوانه آمدم و این دریچه شد برای شناخت مسیح کسی که اونقدر از خودگذشتگی میکنه برای همه انسانهای زمین و از خودش میگذره تا گناهان انسان ها بخشیده بشه و به ما و به ما انسان ها زندگی دوباره عطا میکنه این حقیقت مسیح منو خیلی متحول کرد قبل از اینکه مسیح رو بشناسم برای ارتباط با خدا باید دعا نماز یا قرآن میخونم اما اکنون که با مسیح آشنا شدم او رو در وجود خودم حس میکنم و میبینم که او جزی جدا نشدنی از وجود من شده الان با او ارتباط دوستانه دارم و بدون اینکه استرس و ترسی از مجازات داشته باشم اکنون مسیح همیشه و در همه حال با منه و به من قوت قلب و امید میده دیوید بهمون توی یکی از جلسات آلفا گفت روح القدس در وجود تو حضور داره و یا ول برای من توضیح داد که چطور پدر و پسر و روح القدس هر سه در یک جسم ادغام شدن زیباترین تصویری که از خداوند مسیح گرفتم همین بود به صورت انسان به دنیا اومد تا رنج های انسان رو تجربه کنه و معجزه روح القدس بعد از او در این دنیا قرار داد تا زمانی که او را ملاقات کنیم از همه اینا که اومدن اینجا و امروز منو همراهی می‌کنن خیلی تشکر می‌کنم مرسی And uh, Saida, because of your decision to follow Christ, to live for him, uh, it is our joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
Mrs. Pageman. Yeah. Hi, morning. من توی خانواده‌ای متولد شدم که مسلمان بودن و خدا رو قبول داشتن و البته که من هم خدا رو قبول داشتم. توی خیلی از مجالسی که برگزار می‌شد حضور داشتم و کمک می‌کردم. اما این منو راضی نمی‌کرد. می‌خواستم یه فرد مفیدتری برای خودم و اطرافیانم باشم. می‌خواستم از صمیم قلب احساس واقعی خودم رو به خدا ابراز کنم. می‌دونستم که خواهرم مسیحی شده. بنابراین از اون کمک خواستم و اونم منو راهنمایی کرد و با دینش آشنا کرد. ولی چون توی کشور ما مسیحیت جرم بود، خیلی نمی‌تونستم پیگیریش بشم. اما وقتی به کانادا اومدم به پیشنهاد خواهرم پویا به کلیسا اومدم و این محیط خیلی برام تازگی داشت انسانهایی رو میدیدم که چگونه در کنار هم دعا میکنن معاشرت میکنن همدیگر رو کمک میکنن و صمیم قلب بود و تازه معنی انسان بودن رو فهمیدم اونا کاری نداشتن که تو پول داری یا نه از کجا اومدی و با چه زبونی حرف میزنی رنگ پوستت چیه و خیلی چیزهای دیگه رو تشویق شدم به رفتن به رفتن به کلیسا و تازه فهمیدم که خدا بیشتر بین این آدم هاست بعدش با کلاس های آلفا آشنا شدم توی این کلاس ها میتونستم بیشتر با مسیحیت آشنا بشم اونا درباره مسیح با من حرف میزدن و من هم سوال هایی که توی ذهنم میتونستم که توی ذهنم بود از اونا میپرسیدم و جواب میگرفتم با انجیل آشنا شدم و چه زیبا بود این نوشته ها چون تو رو برای بدی ها از جهنم نمیترسون مسیح خودش رو فدا کرد که گناهان ما بخشیده بشه مگه میشه البته که میشه ما انسان های گناهکار در همه جا بخشیده شدیم و هیچ مجازاتی در انتظار ما نیست بله من اینطوری مسیح را شناختم مظهر عشق به انسان ها مظهر بخشش امید زندگی دوست داشتن و همه چیز از خدا مسیح خواستم که منو ببخشه و منو در آغوش بگیره ایمان Isn't this good, friends? What great stories, and all, all because of Christ, all because of God's saving gospel. And, you know, we, uh, we pray for a lot more of this and for many more people to come to saving faith in Jesus. So, so we keep praying, we keep faithful, we keep declaring God's message. It's the message that saves. And uh, what a joy it is to baptize these believers this morning. All right, page Pageman, what a joy to hear your story, what a joy to baptize you, and because of your faith uh, in Jesus Christ, your, your commitment to, to follow him, uh, what a joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It's great. Um, We're going to pray. Jesse, forgive me, but I feel we have to go out singing. Can, 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 can the band come back? Uh, sing. We, we need to go out with something uh, announcing the, the, the good news this morning. Something you sang earlier. Pick something. And uh, send us out singing. We need, to, we need to go out singing this morning. We're a, we're a singing people. Let's all stand together. I'm going to pray for you. Uh, don't forget, uh, dessert before main meal. Uh, on the way out in the atrium. It's a joy, joy for, you, for us to welcome you this morning. Uh, we're, we're excited about what God is doing. And as we continue to share the gospel, we're believing for more and more people to come to, uh, to saving faith uh, in Jesus. Amen to that?
Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. And bless our new friends, Lord, who've been baptized this morning. May they continue to grow uh, in, in the grace and knowledge of you. We pray that you will use them, Lord, to save other people. Lord, now we pray your blessing upon us as we, as we sing one last song and then leave together. We leave rejoicing and celebrating the goodness uh, of the good news of the gospel. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jesse. We're going to sing Glorious Day together.